I'm your host, Carrie Errata, Akashic Records reader, psychic sleuth, and spiritual guide. And this is The Infinite Dance, the Akashic podcast. Okay, so funny thing just happened as I was sitting down to record this episode. I heard people on my stoop. I share a stoop with another um, um, another gal. And so it's just our apartments up here. And I knew it wasn't her. And so I looked outside and I thought, well, maybe she has guests. So I was waiting. But then they knocked on my door. And they were from a church, a Christian church. And they handed me a little card and they asked if I had a church. Um, I said, you know, I was about to record my podcast. So um, I didn't want to get into it with them. But the little card they sent, they gave, it looks like a phone screen. And like Jesus Christ is calling you as a cross and a red for decline and a green for accept. And on the back, they have a quote from the Bible from Revelations. And it says, I have been standing at the door of your heart and knocking. If anyone hears me calling him and opens the door, I will come in and fellowship with him and he with me. You know, we are going to be talking all about heart space. (laughs) in this episode. I mean, mainly we've got some, uh, other things we're talking about, but I just thought that was interesting that that happened right at that time. Um, you know, love is all around and I don't, I don't ever understand somebody going necessarily door to door asking if somebody has a church. Um, I never really understood that. Uh, I just never understood that kind of work with trying to get spiritual religious messages out. Um, but you know, it's kindness, love There's a mom and her, um, two daughters. One looked maybe, you know, a uh, teenager or older. The other one's like six or seven. So anyways, a little way to start the podcast today as we talk about the super moon, the super Moon in Aquarius, we've got two moons, two super moons this month coming up and the new moon. So we'll have three moon cycles in the month of August. We've got the Lion's Gate portal. That's big heart energy coming in on the 8th. And actually we're in that area already right now. So we have been in that um, started, I think a couple days ago, we start to feel that energy and it goes till eight, eight. And I will offer a, um, guided meditation for the portal on the seventh. And I'll have more information about that at the end of the episode. And of course, these will be your Akashic messages for August. Let's get in though, to the super moon and Aquarius that we have happening tomorrow. So I'm recording this on the 31st of July. And tomorrow, um, the 1st of August, is the supermoon in Aquarius. When we have a supermoon, that means that the energies are amplified within that sign. So with Aquarius, Aquarius is I know in the astrology. They are mental. You know, there's a lot of mental. Um, Let's problem solve. They're great with groups, communities, um, seeing the bigger picture. Um, these are the things that make Aquarians so amazing. And 
the thing that maybe isn't so great, if we wanted to pick something that's in our face right now, is AI. AI is very artificial intelligence, Aquarian energy. And, you know, that's definitely up in that mental space. And being that we are in Leo season and then having the Lionsgate portal, which talks all about heart, and we're going to talk about transitions with heart space. That's what this year is all about with the Lionsgate portal. And how are we going to interact with these transitions with the head and the heart, right? Because head, when we're in head space and dealing with mental issues and dealing with, not mental, but our how we're thinking about things, right? We're coming from this brain space. That's earth. When we come from heart space, that's high realm. That's divine. But these can be matched, right? I'm getting the vision of the chariot card and tarot, which is bringing together two ideas to move forward, right? We need them both here on earth. We do need to pay attention to higher realms and we're, having more and more opportunities to do that, which is absolutely amazing. I want to go over this. Um, supermoon is also being called, um, the sturgeon, the full sturgeon moon by the farmer's almanac. That's more current. I would like to go into what native American tribes, different Mer native American tribes call this, uh, moon and, um, to really honor, the and start to talk about this is how we're going to start to embrace the decolonization process okay this is how we start it we start to talk at these things from the perspective of the peoples of the land we're on so black cherries moon is coming from the asin naboin and i apologize if i mess these up i'm trying to pronounce as best I can. There's the corn moon, and that's coming from the Algonquin and Ojibwe tribes. Flying up moon, um, that's what the Cree called this moon. Harvest moon by the Dakota. Mountain shadows moon by the Tlingit. And the rising moon by the Anishinaabe. So I hope I didn't totally mess up those names, but I wanted to give homage to, um, native terms and tribes and how they call this full moon that is highly affecting us right now. And we are going to be in, we're in August. We're going to be in highly affecting mode <laughs> from now until April, 2024. We've got quite a, a lot of stuff going on and i know a lot of you have seen the post that's going around i saw it first on instagram and then i saw it on facebook and um it's this post that goes americans are hurting so much right now they literally just announced ufos are real and everyone's like whatever just shut up and people are like okay then you know why are people you know, not making a big deal that they, which means our government or those bodies, right? Governmental bodies, um, are making statements such as this when many of us have already known these things and to give the patriarch, the colonizers that much more 
power over our intuition that we already know and we've already interacted and we've already had experiences for our whole lives, some of us, right? That you don't need a, a government body or a body of um, like air, not air, yeah, air force, um, you know, military making these statements because they have a platform, right? They've got the biggest platform. They can use all the social medias that they want, the big social media, not social medias, the big um, media sources, right? To go, well, look, you know, well, we have this and that. And, well, yeah, we know that, you know, it's, <laughs> it's nothing new. Um, you know, the collective, I've, I've heard other people say the collective is like, meh. You know, it's really giving a middle finger to the patriarchy uh, that we've interacted with for far too long in this way of, you know, and you're going to make the big statement. Oh, it's like, no, we're not going there anymore. We're done. We're absolutely done, you know, doing this. And I responded this, the person that posted that I responded to on Facebook, she's an old uh, neighbor and colleague from Colorado. And I said, or so many of us have known this truth for so long and the patriarchal colonizing bodies to admit it is kind of like meh. I, for one, don't need their validation to know what's true and isn't. Also, it came at a time where more people have been more open to truths that we didn't have access to because of the interwebs, right? We have ways to communicate with each other. Our thoughts, our theories, our experiences are you know, well, this happened to me, you know, just because you, you didn't see it or I didn't see it or you didn't see it, you know, doesn't mean it didn't happen. Just like when we have ailments that people can't see, we don't, somebody isn't bleeding. They don't have marks on their body, but they're suffering inside. You can't tell them they're not suffering. They're still suffering. They're still in pain. And you have to trust them right? Trust yourself to trust them. So she responded, timing is interesting. Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's deal fell apart. And then she has the, um, I don't know, emoji. I think it's funny. A lot of us know a lot of things, but we sure as heck don't know the truth. Wow. I have not had dinner with any extraterrestrial beings. Have you? And then two, um, sideways laughing emojis. Um, well, no, of course I haven't, um, had dinner, you know, like it, it, with, it's so literal. Right. And it's almost like she's stuck in that literal sense of, of what it's like to be with aliens or have an alien or around you, you know, when we know that it's not necessarily like that, it's not so literal. And I mean, the fact that she said, how do we know what's true? Oh my gosh, we got to trust our instincts. And I didn't respond to her after that. Um, I didn't want to get in an argument about things. I think that maybe she's just not there to receive it. And I had funny, it reminded me of another interaction I had with her where something kind of went like that too, where it was like, you know, stop. Like there's no open, uh, open to possibility. It was just stop. <laughs> um, 
Anyways, if you've had any uh, interesting conversations around that, please share. And we have the Facebook page, The Infinite Dance. And um, you're always welcome to message me, DM me. Love to hear them. If you'd like me to share them anonymously, I would love to do that too. Uh, So let's get into your Akashic messages for August. Archangels Alexandra Metatron. Who's Metatron? I remember I call Alexandra or Metatron Alexandra. Archangel Uriel, Gabriel, Ariel, Ramiel, and Shamuel. Lots of Archangel assistants. We are getting guidance. We are getting into heart space. Um, we are getting support. Uriel says, hey, watch out. There's, you know, probably some earth stuff that's going to get shaken up. Like big kind of things. Which we kind of already know. Like I feel like, you know, I feel that innately that things are just shifting and in a, a tangible way, not uh, just the etheric and the energetic. And of course, uh, Ramiel helps us uh, uh, get um, connected to higher realm and Akashic records and Archangel Gabriel shines light on areas that of our path that are a little bit darker or a little bit more mysterious to us. And Ariel, helps us to incorporate our earth life and be at one with nature. So first image that came was a four-sided, it looked like kind of a net, but the emphasis was on these four different um, strings, right? That came together in the net. So it wasn't like a confining thing. It was almost like a, like it came from higher realm. My view is from up high looking down on earth. That's what I was seeing. And it laid down on earth. Um, but at the top of the net, um, where all the four points intersect is a heart. And the sides are actually ribbon. And this is a gift. This earth life is a gift when we come from heart space. It's always a gift, but it can hold the I am receiving, I am giving this beautiful thing, um, energy, when we come from heart space. This earth life is a gift and reaches its full life potential when coming from heart space. We must come from heart center in all that we do. That's so important. And I know we've talked about this and we've all kind of been like, yeah, we have to come from heart space. But literally when we get back into heart and out of ego and out of mind, we see things differently. You're instantly taken to higher realm, instantly taken to higher realm. So if you're looking for that guidance, you're looking for, okay, I need to hear those messages. Get back into your heart space. So then I was shown and I kind of got, on this, I thought sidetrack. I'm like, okay, why is all this coming in? Um, I was showing myself planning for my trip to Egypt because I'm going back to Egypt in October. And I thought it'd be great if I did a stopover in Europe. I have a friend that lives in Ireland, a sister from another mister. She's a soul sister. And I thought, oh my God, wouldn't it be great to see her and meet her? And, but when I'm trying to think of the plans, it makes it a little more complicated because I keep seeing these one ways you know, to Egypt from either San Francisco or Denver or somewhere close, uh, close for me to get to 
that are very inexpensive. And I'm thinking, okay, this is doable. Like I can do this. Right. Uh, cause of course I'm always thinking financial. Um, so then I saw an X marks the spot like X and the messages say, focus on the plant. Right. I originally said, well, I knew when I was in Egypt last year that I was going to come back sat on that beach in Hergata. And I said, I know I'm going to be back here. And sure enough, I'm going back. I have more soul, personal soul business there. I know I do because I knew I was going back there before I met Abdallah and Abdallah is the man I've been dating online for the past year and three months. <laughs> so I'm going to meet him in the rules. And that is the point of uh, going. And I just, that the point though of getting all this information with a collective reading is to get back to what, what do I actually need to be focused on meeting this human. I'm drawn to go back to Khufu's pyramid in Giza, especially if I can spend the night in that pyramid, not, you know, you don't sleep because the vibrations are so intense and the frequencies are so intense, but I, want that experience like there's no other. I do have claustrophobia, so I'd be really getting over a lot of my um, um, setbacks, you know, my mind setbacks that make it so it's harder for me to go into small spaces because it's usually a smaller um, shaft or, um, you know, stepping to get to um, the tombs and the burial chambers. Um, but so stick to plan, stay focused, take it one step energy at a time and listen to your heart. It knows the right path to stay on and how to make the correct choice for the highest benefit of all involved. You know, cause when I started to think of too, of like meeting my friend and like, I didn't want to like make that too much because I didn't want to be too much on somebody else either, you know, cause when you go to visit other people, it's like, it really has to, you know, be everybody involved and everybody okay <laughs> with all of that. And I was thinking, okay, too much. Let's stay focused. And that's the message for the collective too. Let's stay focused. How do we stay focused on heart space in the heart space? And then guess what came in the mail? And I knew it was coming. I, I, I got a email saying it was in my boxes, my Akashic tarot. So another soul sister in my sisterhood read from the Akashic tarot last time we had our meeting last month. And uh, the first time I saw this deck, I was like, yeah, it's interesting. And I still, I enjoy it. Um, you know, as I went through it, when I got it, it's very um, Anglican based, right? So the images are of, newer past, not ancient past. There's some Egyptian stuff. And of course those people are dark. Um, but everything else is Anglican European looking. Um, so to me, I always want more in, um, and I think that was one of my setbacks. I always look for, I want something else. that's not just that reality that had happened. I know it happened and I, I want to pursue it also, but I want others. So I did a three card pull. So it's a Kashuk tarot and they call the different um, suits slightly different. And um, we mainly got air, water, and fire and um, air is called the scrolls. And the first one that came out was the King of Scrolls. And I'm going to post these on the social. So you can see those there. A man holds a scroll as he looks across a well-groomed garden. A number of scrolls lay on the garden 
bench next to him. He is the king of scrolls, a man of learning, and he can be helpful to you in a number of ways. This man may be present in your life already. If not, you'll be meeting him soon. He may be an author, teacher, or communicator who will assist you in some professional way. He could also be a friend who brings wisdom through his own studies and spiritual practices. Be open to the guidance this man offers, for it could help lead your life in exciting new directions. As a man, as with any of the kings and queens, the king of scrolls may also be a new love interest for you or for another, depending on the location in the spread. And this is a first card and a three card spread. His wisdom is compelling, and there are likely to be many interesting and lively discussions. Very Aquarian energy, right? So we've got the full, the full moon in Aquarius. This card may also represent you or someone you know who is longing for deeper understanding and greater clarity of thought. Now is a great time to pursue new interests, perhaps even enroll in some classes or attend a lecture or two. A position in teaching, counseling, advertising, writing, publishing or the like may be on the agenda now a treasure trove of discovery is waiting for you so let your mind and your life soar i love it so that was the first one that came out the second one that came out was the four of roses and now the roses in this deck are um, cups or emotions and um it's called views of ego three people stand together before a full-length mirror the man in the center gazes keenly at himself and it seems his reflection is looking back with a superior air. His is the sole reflection to be seen in the mirror. This card shows that there are many, there may be a thoughtless, selfish person in your life, whether in love, friendship, family, <clears throat> or business relationship. This person is self-absorbed and makes plans only in terms of how they affect him or her. You may have lingered too long, repeatedly giving to this person, even though you haven't received much in return. You've tolerated this dismissiveness because you kept hoping that things would get better. Or perhaps you were too afraid to step away. You are called now to be aware. The person is unlikely to change and you may be delaying the inevitable. Take an honest look in your mirror and see how staying in the relationship affects your future. The Akashic force of this card, imagine yourself looking into a mirror and all you see reflected there is the God within you. Take a moment to sense your truth. Let this part of you be reflected in everything you think and do. And every time you look into an actual mirror, see your divine self there. Um, okay, so sorry, I didn't get the, hold on. Um, the King of Scrolls Akashic Force. There he is. The Akashic Force of the King of Scrolls is take a deep breath and pull in the energy of the King of Scrolls. Feel yourself, feel yourself fill up with a new sense of wisdom and heightened communication. Your mind and vision grow with the power of the King of Scrolls. Is there something you'd like to learn? The third card I pulled was called the Two of Scrolls, Air again. So we're in air. It's two worlds surrounded by a spinning wheel and baskets of wool. A woman, a beautiful woman, worried and tired, gazes at the embers in the fireplace. She has worked hard and her spinning for the coins that are gathered on the table. The expansive window behind her looks out into a Buddhist monastery high in the mountains. When you receive this card, there is a conflict in your life between what the outer world requires of you and how your own spirit directs you. You actually may have had a number of past lives where you wanted to focus on your spiritual growth and therefore joined a monastery to do so. Right here, and I know a lot of you th listening have probably done that too. Then missing 
Then, missing the wonders of the secular world could offer, such as love, family, love, family, and financial success, you chose the secular world exclusively in your next incarnation. Yet this didn't offer the spiritual focus you also sought. Because of this, it's likely that you bounced back and forth from the monastic to the personal in a number of incarnations and through a number of different faiths. You are now, again, experiencing a polarity between a fully self-realized spiritual experience and personal success in your day-to-day life. It often feels as if you have to let one go in order to embrace the other. This push-pull will continue until you learn to bring your spiritual self to every situation in your personal life. It's time to replace worry with trust and integrate your internal truth with with your temporal reality. If you have a job or are in a relationship that actively pulls you from your spirit, you must deal with it or possibly leave it. Who you are forever is who you are now. Oh, let nothing impede that power. When you own it, absolute self-realization in both worlds will elude you no longer. Holy heck, that is powerful. That's another reason why I... Um, really, really like the words are like, whoa. Um, so bottom card, I always see the bottom cards. Those are three cards is the two of forces, the willow, beautiful willow tree by a stream. The forces is spirit or, um, fire. A big, beautiful willow tree stands in the summer sun. This stately tree is strong and flexible. And this card upright is telling you that you are too. The willow spreads its roots deep and wide, creating a strong foundation that is capable of standing up to anything. Now is the time for you to stand tall and feel the support of the earth beneath your feet. This card indicates it's time of calm, so enjoy the peaceful energy now. It also signifies signifies a time of power, perfect for reinforcing your foundation in your work, in your family, in your spirit, in the depth of your belief in yourself. Just like the willow, You have a peaceful strength drawn from the waters of your soul and extending through all eternity. Stand confidently in your truth. Take the actions that support the growth of all things wonderful in your life and know that you are powerful. The Akashic force of the two of forces, take a deep breath and fill yourself. Plant energetic roots through the bottom of your feet moving down to the very depths of the earth and tapping the resources you need. Notice the strength you feel rising up from this profound source of energy. I got such huge Archangel Ariel energy with that one. How beautiful. I hope that you enjoyed those. I am really loving um, the words in these. Like the images don't resonate so much, but the words are just so amazing. Uh, so the uh, Kashuk force for the two of worlds, the two of scrolls, two worlds. Close your eyes and say to yourself, the divine thrives in my daily world. Then see the God in your understanding stand beside you. See yourself walking through your life in this great company, handling everything that comes your way. So that last one was the Akashic force for the two of scrolls, two worlds. Well, I hope you get a lot with all this energy that's going on. I hope you have a lot of support. 
There's a lot of support around you. Uh, I will have the Lionsgate Portal Meditation on 8-6. That's a Sunday at 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. It's a sliding scale, 11 to $22. So whatever works, um, sliding scale for that one. It will be on Zoom. So all are invited. When we come from the mind, just last little thought, uh, we are limited to our earth stuff. When we expand to heart space, we come from the divine. The Guide Chip program is happening again at the end of October, and you get $100 off if you sign up before the end of this month. Well, Wednesday, 20% off every Wednesday on all sessions. Um, you also have an option to do a reading for an episode. So um, if you've been wanting a reading, that's a great way to do it. Um, there's no financial exchange. It's just I will... I will air it as an episode on the podcast. Um, please check me out, Ancient Body Works, on Instagram, Facebook, and please join the Infinite Dance Facebook page. Love to have you there. And continue to peel back the layers of your beautiful, divine knowing soul and continue to ask yourselves and each other. May I have this dance?